previously on Live at 605. I get a phone call, and it's a makeup artist. Okay. And so me, Miranda, and Ferris are in. Can you not? Me, Miranda, and Ferris. That's my fourth burp, though. I know it is. Okay. Don't worry. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. Beautiful. It's fucking depressing outside. How is it depressing? We've gone five months in between episode two and three. <laughs> I just checked and we recorded episode two of this season back in March. No way. It is now September 1st. <laughs> All the momentum we had in the world just long gone. To be fair though, uh, what's better? We actually had like six months to reflect on the last on our wedding, right? Right. So I feel like the the narrative will be that much more rich with story. <laughs> yeah, for sure. One second. And this is part three, the epic conclusion da, da, da. of 605 Wedding. A wedding so grand, so fantabulous. <laughs> it had to be recorded over three podcasts. Podcasts. <laughs> Podcast episodes. Podcasts. Over and- six months. <laughs> We just needed to make sure we remembered everything. Yes. So waiting the six months actually ensures that every compelling and vibrant moment gets called out. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Three, and we've only done a minute five. <laughs> but uh, I am very excited to uh, talk about the... I don't, I don't know. Is this the best part of the wedding? The actual wedding, I guess? We spent the yeah. first episode talking about the week of, which obviously sucked because yeah. it was stressful. But some really good parts. If you've made it or you're jumping in episode three, the first part would have been like... You big. not having a dress? Me not... Well, yes. Me not having a dress, not having a tooth. But me being, yay, glasses half full. We had amazing I don't rehearsal. think you were, yeah, I was glass half full. It was, yeah. why did you do this to me? I was so excited at the Great Hall when we got to do band rehearsal. Yeah. So that was glass half full. Yeah, but at that point, you still had no wedding dress. We didn't get the wedding dress till the day before the wedding. Jeez Louise. I didn't get my tooth till the day before the wedding, too. You still don't have your tooth. I still don't have my teeth. Six months later, oh guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That'll be another episode. Jesus, yeah. And then... Uh, we epi- got to get into it. Yeah, episode two was all about the morning of, and now when we last left you, we literally, they opened the grand great hall doors, and you were walking down the aisle to... Runaway by, by Kanye. Kanye. I will say, okay, so if we're just jumping back into it, just jump in. There's uh, no rules. There is no rules. It's our podcast. Do whatever the hell we want. I think for me, as soon as one, because I don't know if we mentioned this in the previous one, yeah. um, the Tonbo Quartet were asked to play three songs for the ceremony outside of like the pre-ended, book-ended stuff. Yeah. Um, and the first one was the by the Pixies. Right, and that song went all of ten seconds. Yeah, <laughs> I don't so know. You're, you're, everything was accelerated at that point. So when the doors were closed finally, yeah. and I heard the first beat yeah. of "Runaway," I got so nervous, really, but excited. I don't remember now because it's been six months since the last episode. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was nervous at all walking down the aisle. No, but what about when the when you were standing there waiting with before the doors opened? No, I, I think all I was nervous the night before. I think I mentioned I was nervous all up until the rehearsal dinner started. Mm-hmm. I actually felt no nerves like the day of, really. Yeah, I think it's like once you get into go mode, it was fine. But for me, it was interesting. Once you get into Gomez mode. Yeah, once you get into Gomez mode, that A type mode. You can't spell Gomez without go. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. That's a good name of a future episode. 
write that down. I was going to say, that's like six months of my life right there. Uh, um, two things first before we go on any further. Is it possible to close this page? Because all I see is casino flashing <laughs> in my face. And I don't want to get you gambling again. Oh, no. Now this one Maybe just put your computer on sleep. I need to see about... Uh, secondly, when you said that Ton- Tombo Quartet... Tombo Quartet. Made me think of a podcast beef we still have with the Tomboy Tarts. Oh, no. In Singapore. I guess Singapore, who... We have a beef with, yeah. but it made me think that, that that of those people. Um, so, anyways. Anyway, what I was gonna say was, what was I gonna say? You ruined my train of thought. All about walking down the aisle. We were oh. nervous. No, no, no. So I think behind the doors. Um, behind the music. Behind the music, because I did want our wedding to be like VH1 behind the music. Um, I heard the first note of the song come out, and like behind the doors, Ding. all of us were. Like, the girls, Kim was there with, like, the little guys, and she was the one, like, fiddling with my dress to get right, it, like, nice. really great. We were was getting there off. any people showing up late? Or were oh, 100%. I was going to say, so my favorite part was seeing, like, Maddie and Bryson, like, come in. I'm like, hey, guys. And, like, go up to the balcony. Like, our officiant, Mike, was, like, not having it. Like, yeah. as soon as those doors Van shut. Van Slingerland. Van Slingerland was, that like, That guy was no, on time. He was on point. I'm um, just saying, how awesome is it that we got a place that even if you show up late, you just head up the stairs to the balcony and yeah, you watch this epic hundo. wedding like come on i kind of feel like we should have given maddie a fucking camera oh my god <laughs> so, yeah she could have filmed um, some stuff but it was actually like so funny because what i was saying earlier is that um you never know like i always would want to see like what is happening on the other side of the doors and until we got the video footage back that's when I could finally see it. Oh, yeah. You didn't know what was going on on the other side. I didn't no. know what was going on on your side. So what happened on your side? So our side was we were all basically standing in that, like, alcove to the drawing room. What's an alcove? Like, just, like, the foyer area. Like, just that. It's a o- foyer. Oh, my God. Say hallway. Just in the hallway. <laughs> right? Um, And then. Have two sips of your new coffee. You're all full of energy. I am. I can rally with the best of them. Really? Can so, you? I never knew yeah. that about you. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, like. Kim was getting, like, everyone were ready kind of thing. My parents were, like, so excited but, like, anxious, I think. Like, and they were paying attention. I'm like, oh, my God. And, like, just trying to get everyone to, like, like, calm the fuck down and, like, get ready was, like, kind of fun um, but also just very stressful. And then I was like, my dad says I was shaking. I don't think I was shaking. I think because I was chained to those guys, they were shaking. I think it's pretty not. I mean, but I think I was more excited shaking. Yeah, I think I definitely remember being very calm and like excited to see everyone. I definitely could see in your face. You're obviously really excited, Mm -hmm. but I could see some nerves in your face walking down the aisle. And I think, again, because you are the youngest and the only girl in your family, like obviously your parents are super proud and both your brothers got married. But each kid can be different. And as like, you know, your dad's going to have a different feeling about Mm -hmm. walking his daughter down the aisle than your mom. mom. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So that. It was great. They both walked you down the aisle. Like, we wanted to make sure it was just, like, again, not really traditional, but we wanted to have everyone included. And we definitely wanted your mom and dad to walk you both down the aisle, Mm -hmm. which was a great thing. And then the only other thing I was thinking, and it's the same way I feel prior to having any party. I'm like, I hope my friends come. Right. You know when you open your door and you're like, I hope my friends are there. Like, what happens if it's just empty? Yeah, and I think we must have talked about this, but because you're the bride and you're no one sees you till the wedding starts. You're upstairs. I was right at the top of the stairs. Like, I greeted everyone, so I knew everybody was there. So, like, I had a different feeling. Yeah, I, I only gre- saw people in the bathroom That's because true. I was hiding while you were taking your pictures. And then I caught Maddie to go upstairs to the balcony. Yeah. But I think this is where, 
when the doors open too, you're kind of like excited to look around and be like, sure. who's here? Who's sitting where? Sure, sure. Right? And so it was kind of like in Romper Room where it's like, I see Vivian right. and Z and right. I see Kenny and Aunt Jay and yeah. like whatnot. And so it was so exciting because I think, to you know, even though, it, you know, having a wedding has all its nerves and everything, there is something to be said about everyone there is like the people who you love yeah. and just like are there for you. So it was just like a different level of excitement. I, I had a couple frenemies, you know, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. <laughs> so you can all decide who you are. I was about to say, we'll decide that later. <laughs> but then, um, yeah, no, we're just Yeah, like of course, walking. it's all people that like mean the most to you. And it's just like, especially because we've been together for 10 years. So it's just like, especially if you've been there, it's like there's some day ones or some day nines. Who are there's there. some day like one millionth. Exactly. Kind of thing, so, but so. it's like, yeah, it's like, the people who matter the most and yeah and i think so like, we're walking down the aisle and then it's like there's certain things and this is only my personality i think would go here i'm like where are the candles then, oh yeah those you mean the candles that almost caught a few dresses yeah. on fire those were those were gone but then even like certain things i hadn't even seen the yeah. interior of the great hall yet that's true because i was i was told yeah. to leave to go get ready right so then i'm like oh look at this overarching green thing where's the quartet yeah the chairs where's the tables like exactly so you're kind of just taking everything in and it was like it didn't feel long but i remember us always saying like and we told our friend becca and mike who just got married last friday mm. to kind of Make sure Although when you, this comes out, it may have been four months ago. <laughs> oh, no. I will do the cover art. I promise. I'm just I just think you. this is where it's like try and take everything in because, again, you know, if you're like not paying attention or just like flying through the day or whatnot, you're, you're going to miss all these little kind of moments. Um, and so I think as soon as I cleared the halfway mark, all I saw was you at that point. Whoa. Yeah. And I just wanted to like come up and stand with you. Right. Right. And so I found that as I was rushing to get to you, it was hard to walk in between my parents. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So it looked like we, I felt like we were wedged at yeah. some point cause I was like trying to pull them along. Right. Um, but it was just so exciting. How did you feel? I was excited to finally see you in your dress because you got to remember, <laughs> you got to remember my experience with your dresses was, you know, at one point you had no tooth and you had no dress and like you had a dress and you had a tooth and then you lost your tooth and then you lost your dress in a fire. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember like all these sad stories about how much, how much you loved your first dress, but then you didn't love it, but then you would went back and forth, which is something a lot of brides have told me. And then when you finally got your second dress, like you told me you did like it a lot and then you, but you second guess sometimes. I was just so excited to finally see you in your actual wedding dress, and you looked like unbelievable. Of really? course, yeah, you looked looked uh, very, very beautiful and everything. So it was very cool. And uh, yeah, at this point again, like I was super excited. I was excited to like hear your vows that you had written for me. I was excited just to have all the attention on us. Because <laughs> <laughs> you gotta remember when I first thought about when I was like, oh, I will actually want to get married. I was on a go train about two and a half, almost two years to the date of oh that wedding. Oh my God, that's right. You weren't there. Like you were, I was on the go train coming home from your brother's house after a fun day with your family. And I was just listening to the song, which eventually was our first dance song being like, I want to have all our family and friends here. And it, it was like, so I had those thoughts going in my mind, like, holy mm -hmm. shit, like this is all here. And just like all the bad things we had to go through, like you breaking your teeth or just like stressful things. And it's like, oh, it actually <laughs> what other stressful thing? <laughs> 
that we had to go through. Well, there's some things I can talk on the podcast, some <laughs> things I can't talk about. I mean, things like we had to change our floors like a month before. and like, These are our floors. I'm like, we did? I'm like, they still like hella parquet to me. Yeah, yeah, all this stuff. So I just I had all these good thoughts, bad thoughts going through my brain. And then I was just, yeah, I was excited because I also knew we had a really good officiant. Like I was excited mm-hmm. to hear people like, like take him in. I'm like, oh, I just knew all the things were getting checked off because I was really nervous that, oh, you know, the tables weren't going to show up or we wouldn't have room for the dance floor, all this stuff. But obviously it all worked out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> What's so funny over there? I think it's almost like at the end of the wedding podcast, like the trilogy, I almost want to write like Val's rules of planning a wedding. John should trust Val. I am far oh, too A type to not have things go my way. We and talked about this yesterday. This is why we work well. You're a dreamer, and I'm a, I don't know, IRS agent. <laughs> this is, you shoot Keep for going. the stars, but I'm like, you can go for the stars, but I'll get you to the sky no matter what. Yeah, but no, my <laughs> thing is shoot for the stars, but I have a calculated route of how I'm going to get there. Yeah, and just if I find a drum set made for an eight-year-old, we can use that for a 30-year-old. It's going to be fine. Oh, Lord. But then what happens is we get the drum set for a 30-year-old. Thank God. Just stress me out everywhere. Okay, keep going. So then, yeah, the actual wedding started, and how did you feel like once Van Slingerland started his jargon? (laughs) Nervous and excited because I think this is where John and I, when we do any kind of, like, trip or, like, you know, at any kind of adventure, we always have these things called checkpoints, right. right? And so even for the wedding, you said we had like, I think like 13 checkpoints before we could be like off the clock, for if sure. you will. And so as soon as he started going, I'm like, holy fuck, yeah, we, were like, we have to do our vows, yeah. right? And I was so nervous. Oh, I was so, excited because I knew I had a killer script. Yeah. See, but again, I had to go first because I knew yeah. you'd up me. So, but no, I didn't you're realize awesome. that. No, I was I was happy to do mine. I just think you're better at public speaking than I am. But you're, too. you're a more charismatic person. So. No, I think I enjoy public speaking more. But you're the better public speaker. Well, you see. have more charisma. Do I? I have a face people want to kick in the teeth. <laughs> So maybe you should have lost your teeth. Yeah, I would. I would still would to lose my tooth if I could. So then, um, what you gonna call it? So when Slingerland started, I was very like. I was actively listening, which I guess is if I say I'm not, then I'm not really actively listening. I was focusing on looking at you to stay, like, calm, right? But then kind of, like, looking at Sean, looking at Chris, looking at the guys in the quartet and Sarah. And then, like... Who's Sarah? Sarah, the cello player. Oh, sorry. (laughs) And then, um, what did you call it? Then it was really just a countdown to the vows. Yeah, for sure. I, it was just like, okay, Van Slingerland's guy's speech. We knew what he was going to say. It was all good. He had a good mix of sentimentalness mm-hmm. and humor. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I was super excited to hear your vows because I, again, it's one of those things where I enjoyed what we did for the vows, which was we didn't read each other's vows, but I was like, okay, here's my, uh, here's how I wrote them. It's like, you know, statement, question, whatever. So we, and I'm like, it's going to be a minute long. I made you practice, which mm-hmm. I think was good. Mm-hmm. And then, so at least we knew we'd had the same template. Yeah. And so this is where, you know, if you, pick, if you, depending on what efficient you get, they'll give you like a, and especially because we weren't getting married in a church, which no. was like totally up, up our speed, is that Mike gave us like a book of like different passages and like yeah. structures of weddings and like, we kind of spent a lot of time going through them, but I think the good thing about John and I is, like, I still remember, like, 
we were like, oh, we got to do this. And then we just never got to it. But then we one day like plowed through it in the family room and we put all the pages out and we just kept putting like X's beside things we wanted. Yeah. And so the overall structure of our ceremony was very like modern, like um, direct, loving, yeah. sentimental, but like musically driven as well. Sure. Because there are some templates that are like, nautical theme animal themed gospel theme bible biblical themed we didn't have any of that and so what i loved about even the structure of mike going into our vows was it felt like there was a really good flow for sure um and so i guess that time came where it was like do we say like i don't even know when our vows came in the structure of things but like I think it was after Jen, but before Aunt Jay. Oh, yeah. We had uh, Jen. My sister came up. We had two readings. So one was from my older sister, Jen. Mm-hmm. And I was very happy. We, we agreed definitely both on both readings we wanted. So we got my favorite uh, Bible scripture from the New Testament, <laughs> uh, verse 2, chapter. No, I, we got her to do a Guster song. Yeah. And the thing was, though, this is where, stick to your guns. We were looking through that book and we're like, do we have to pick these? Yeah. And then we're like, wait a second. Why the fuck are we like picking these weird things when we could just pick like royalty-free music yeah. and just have Jen say this song? And we wanted to include like your sisters as well. So it was nice to have Jen um, read Satellite by Guster, which was awesome. One of my all-time favorite songs has my all-time favorite lyric, Mm -hmm. which is Elevator to the Moon Whistling, my favorite tune. I still remember when the song came out in 2006, hearing that song being like, oh, once I find the girl who fits this lyric, Mm -hmm. that's over. Really? Yeah, so that's Mm -hmm. why when my sister started doing the reading, I started tearing up. Really? Because it made me think of those thoughts when I was... Into that when I was like 21 years old, and this song came oh, out, and all this stuff, and you so you would have met me mm, three, three years, years later. later. Yeah, exactly. So there was a lot of meaning to that song for me, and also the fact it's like, oh, here's a song that I love that got to be one of the readings, and it was just a very powerful moment for me. So then that's pretty sweet. Huh? Yeah. So then I think in between that is when we had to do our readings or our yeah, vows. I think so. And so I will say, like for me personally, writing the vows was really hard i actually found it hard to like because i felt like even though we had like a template and a structure i found it really hard to capture what i wanted to say and you know this about me it's like oh i hate buying cards like i'd rather just tell you how i feel versus write it down whereas i think you're the writer out of the two of us like if anything else i'd be the editor you're still a better writer than me though no i'm not and so it took me a long time to write the vows and i wasn't convinced like i think there's something very nerve-wracking about you know sharing your feelings yeah, in front of other people i was definitely nervous to just say a few words about yeah. you like there's certain things I'm like oh, i don't want to say this out loud but but this is where i always feel like if we were on the amazing race or kid street we'd kill because i'm like we're so in each other's headspace yeah. so even like how we teed off our wedding vows are exactly the same way yeah, right so let me ask you this though well you've, you've been to a few weddings over your yeah. many years do you remember anyone's vows either getting applause breaks or laughter breaks? I don't think so. I don't think so. And sorry, did um, did our vows get any laughter and applause breaks? Well, that was one of the things I was so nervous about. I'm like, are our ceremonies supposed to be this jovial? Do you know what I mean? Like and joyous, like people laughing, people cheering. Like, and it wasn't it wasn't Depends. even just through the vows. It was like through the whole ceremony. It was pretty like fun and like light. But that, sentimental, like you could see friends like and family crying at some point, yeah. but it, it was like from joy and stuff. And so I think this is where I would say like, as soon as I started the vows, the first paragraph, I remember this, or like 
statement. Yeah. I wasn't emotional until what I. What is emotional? S- no, emotional. What is emotionable? Enough. But then it wasn't until I said your name and mm. started being like John. That's the first you thing went, you said. No, I. Well, I was like, can you believe it's been ten years? Blah blah blah. But then when I, started, I said that line. No, we both said it. That's yeah. why I took the oh. piss out of you. Yeah, so yeah. Then, not to mention, you say I always cut you off in the podcast. You cut us me off in the middle <laughs> of my vows. Man, swagger jack. Swagger jack. Uh, but I got a laugh, right? Yeah, of course it did. We got like 10 of laughs during our I vows. I was going to say 10 of words. Oh, um, boy. But no, what I was going to say is the first one was just more of a statement, like an umbrella statement to be like, here's where we're at. Yeah. The second paragraph was literally about you, and I got so choked mm. up. I was holding your hands, I think, and I had yeah. to like stop, pause, collect myself. And one of the other notes we would say to everybody who's getting married, Mike Slingerland told us, don't use a microphone. Yeah. He's like, just try and project. And, you know, because yeah. he's like, you'll get more nervous about the microphone and all these other things. And I think that actually helped because I find when I have to speak into a microphone, I start trembling. Right. Whereas I'm like, I'm already trembling. True. But I felt like I was a good pace and like yeah. got through it. I was so relieved when I was done. But then it was like, oh, I need to pay attention to yours now. <laughs> yeah. So you were happy. Were you happy with how it went then? Your reaction and... Yeah. There's yeah, some things awesome. about mine I was like, oh, I would change because I'm like, oh, do these things sound cliche? But I meant them when I wrote them. I don't think they were cliche. Yeah. Yeah, you got a huge applause breaks at the end. People laughed. They mm-hmm. cried through it. It was like one of the best fouls ever, like sentimental and funny, which was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was super excited for mine until I said my first line, can you believe it's been 10 years? And then you said, yes. And then again, there's like a 10 seconds applause <laughs> laughter break. And... Which I thought was awesome. That's very much us. And then I just, yeah, I I enjoyed, I was able to make a Gilmore Girl reference in mine. And Rocky cheered in the line. Exactly. I had a couple (laughs) jokes and I ended with, I think, one of the best all-time lines ever. Yeah. I made a comment about our podcast. Yeah, you made a comment about our podcast and made everybody laugh, which is awesome. So Mm -hmm. everyone definitely knew it was a podcast wedding, which Mm -hmm. is very funny. And Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was super happy, and then you got me in trouble after my vows. So. Oh, because I kissed you. Yeah? I didn't realize you're not supposed to. So then what happens is after my vows end, everyone laughs, everyone claps, and you come, you give me a kiss, and then Van Slingerland comes up. He's like, you're not supposed to kiss yet. <laughs> but then he said, I just whispered to these guys, they're not supposed to kiss yet. And then everyone started laughing. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, oh, you know, it's f- obviously it's fine. Yeah, which was we're funny. not in a church. I can do what I want. Exactly. And Every then, time people tell me what to do on my wedding day, I'm like, I paid for you here. Exactly. I paid all your bills this <laughs> exactly. month. Exactly. So that was great. And then after that, I think my Aunt Jay came up and gave a reading of... Darling by the Beach Boys. And I realized we could have picked so many Beach Boys songs, but on the Val and John playlist, outside of Don't Worry Baby, yeah. is Darling, yeah. which is why we picked it, because it was one of the lesser known songs. And it was also one of the songs the band was going to try and perform, but Brandon felt very reluctant right. to try and hit the like the falsetto. Yeah. So um, it was great to incorporate it. And that also got laughs. Yeah, because <laughs> I think you're too doggone out of sight. Yeah. And then you said a joke in between, too. Yeah, like, was, this is a Beach Boys song, what guys. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like that and under my breath. I'm like, it's either, either about a surfboard or a car. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, we didn't go the dark year of the Beach Boys. Well, I'm not using like weirdo Brian Wilson like lyrics. vegetables. Exactly. Kind of thing. So, no, that was great. And then the rest of it's just regular wedding ceremony stuff, I guess. Like, Signing the marriage license. That was nerve-wracking. Yeah. Um, I will say for me, for that part, I wasn't focusing so much on the paper, so I got really nervous. Really? I wasn't following. You know, like sometimes I don't follow instructions. You mean anytime? Because <laughs> so, I wasn't paying attention. I was very focused on the quartet playing Here Comes 
the sun. Right. And I was like, oh, man, I just want to jam. Like You were jamming like an hour later. I know, but I was so excited about the quartet being there. Because, again, these are things you end up talking about. And then certain songs I never really got to hear before till we were actually there. Right. Right? And so it's like the ceremony, three songs I got to hear. Here comes the sun. I've never heard them play it. But what I loved was when we were doing the license and I look up and like, Uncle Tom is like yeah. singing, Kenny's no, singing. Really? I didn't know. Carl that. and Brandon are like looking directly at the quartet and like literally like singing along. Oh, Jesus. Like that shit's awesome. Like, great. It's not like beige music. Yeah, that's cool. And then he wrapped it up, and I thought he, Van Slingerland did a great job of standing off to the side, made the announcements of where everybody's supposed to go. And then he's like, I know. Oh, we also did a ring exchange, which was fun earlier. Oh, yeah. That was, like, nothing oh. to write home about for that. Yeah. I mean, just your token exchanging rings and say, yeah. like, with this ring, I de-wed. I de-wed? I don't know. Is I that, do. like, a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. The only thing we should have done is gotten your ring resized. Oh, it flew off my finger once. Playing weirdo ball in the basement with you and Benjamin. Oh, boy. So, anyways, after all this, Slingerland's just, like... He does a great job of his announcements. He's mm-hmm. like, I, it's my great pleasure to now announce you, husband and wife. You can kiss the bride. And that was awesome. So we did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good kiss. Wasn't it? We yeah. practiced that kiss. Yes. And I did exactly how you would like. Yeah. And you know it's a good kiss when Savannah mimics it now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, That's true. That's true. Like, so from there, everyone's cheering and clapping. We walked down the aisle. I remember everyone cheering and mm-hmm. clapping, which is what I just said two seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Then we went up for our stage photos. Oh, God. Which is not awkward at all having to stage <laughs> yeah. photos. So I guess the thing for me and John, and I'll have this sentiment till the day I die, I am very much somebody who is a FOMO person. So even oh, though yeah. while we're taking oh, stage boy. photos... I am like, how can I friggin' optimize this time to accelerate it so then I can go participate in cocktail hour to That's then get up on the, stage yeah. and go over You're not supposed to, to go to cocktail bands. hour, though. I know. I don't know. Whatever. So we go up it back into the drawing room, which is like this pristine white room um, with like a gold mirror fireplace. And then like we brought in the arch from like the actual ceremony in there to start taking photos. And it, it was really good and i would say efficient like we ran through all like the you know structure or whatever and like i think for me like those photos are like you know we said we had to do them kind of thing but it's good um, to get a bunch of pictures with the little guys and stuff one of my favorite things to do because it was just right after harry and megan's wedding was like mimic the royal photos (laughs) and so i think we took like a very especially because everything was so colorful which i love about our wedding it wasn't like subdued all of the suits and like the dresses popped on the white background really well. Yeah. Um. So everyone just looked beautiful. We took like some like fun like really chill pictures, and we took some like awkward like John look this way, Val yeah, look this sure. way, photos. Um. So that was about forty minutes. I yeah. Think. And everyone again, we didn't get to participate during cocktail hour, but everyone told us it was like the best cocktail hour mm-hmm. ever. Like, oh, the food was delicious. Like, what was everyone's favorite part of the food? Like the, the charcuterie and the cheese wall, apparently. Yeah, my one friend Rula fell down the stairs. Yeah. Because she the liked great, the food so much, she didn't yeah. want to drop the plate of food. The great hall. Yeah, so the great hall. The one thing about yeah. our wedding was we did everything in this main room, this main event room. And so the great hall, 
um, where we did the ceremony upstairs in the balcony where we said Maddie was hanging during the ceremony. It's where we did the cocktail hour. So it's basically your standard horseshoe, but it's two level. And we had like two couches. We set up like eight things of like cocktail tables. But it because it was two level, there was like three little stairs to kind of go down. Um, and I guess like at some point, Rula tripped on her yeah. pants but wanted yeah. to save the food. For sure. Um, but yeah, I think like provisions did an amazing yeah, job with I cocktail hour. Definitely hire them for your uh, catering needs. Absolutely. And so I think this is where it's like, you know, I heard a lot of great things about like the lamb chops. Yeah. Um, and the mint chutney. And then like, yeah, the charcuterie wall and the cheese wall. And then um, I don't even know what other snacks we had, to be honest. It was like all these remember. different things like gruyeres and stuff. So um so that was good and then we had to go downstairs to get you ready for your big performance i know so that was stressful because then i had to switch shoes run across the the center yeah. of the dance floor because we weren't going to go tunneling at, at any point <laughs> you've been like oh man i think i bit off more than i can chew no because it's like you know what we're doing we're starting this wedding at 5 30 <laughs> cocktail hours 45 minutes i'm taking all the pictures i want with three little kids plus i'm setting up my band that yeah. has 14 people in it <laughs> so i think this all, in is 40 a, minutes. all in 40 plus minutes plus i'm gonna read three speeches and perform <laughs> yeah. three different instruments do you expect any less no and i've you always say this what makes a good wedding and now do you feel like we had a good wedding the best wedding ever Thank for you. anyone so you gotta let me just r do my thing that's the rule. Just let me do my and thing. And you gotta let me do my thing. That's why we balance each other out. Your thing is stressing out my thing. And your thing is stressing out my thing. Yeah, but my thing leads to doing the best thing. Yeah, but then I throw in some reason. The reason. <laughs> Hoobastank? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, so we run across and we end up going to the stage. And this is where, okay, I have not been on stage. And one of the things we strategically did was put all the instruments behind the curtain. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Right? That was pretty cool. So I don't think, like, unless you were part of our inner circle, I don't think you were ready for a concert. No. Right? Most people weren't. And so I thought that that was pretty, pretty cool. Like... Even like, sorry. What are you doing? Wedgie. <laughs> so, oh boy. Um, even though like my parents, I felt like they knew what was happening. I don't even think they knew what was happening. No. So um, this was cool because we obviously like we brought out the instruments, the curtains open, and then like this is where I'm like, holy fuck, the show must show go time. On. And this is like six months i guess or four months in the making no six months six months in the making to coordinate 14 people oh, 14 boy. musicians eight of which don't play full no that's not true probably like five of them who don't play gigs ever to get them ready to go yeah and so the one thing was during the setup in episode two prior to the doors opening i had to miss the actual sound check because it wasn't ready yet Right. So I'm like blind trust yeah. into this oh boy. whole experience. So you and I are waiting in the wings. Yes. You and I are waiting in the wings. Yes. Right? And you can see like Brandon starts calling everybody downstairs to the pit. Yeah. And then I'm just like, I was so excited but so nervous. Yeah, because we had to give our first speech. Yeah. And we had practiced those two, but we didn't have notes or anything. At least no. our vows, we had the paper. Yeah, because that was vows you had to actually say word for word. But then these things, we just knew the beats of what we mm -hmm. wanted to say. So one of the things that I knew for our wedding, and I kind of commented on this earlier, is that even though I never wanted to get married, sometimes when I think about us and our relationship, it's always been to music. So it's always like VH1 behind the music. And to me, that is like... 
the origins of songs against our life. And so it took a while to figure out what songs we wanted to play. But then I knew we wanted to tell the story of why those songs were important to us. So we each got to pick one, right? And then we picked one together. And so the first song was actually the hardest one to come by. And you came up with it, which blew my mind, right? And so the first song, or so if, if I rewind though, getting nervous to play but then brandon calls us out and he's like i'd like to introduce oh yeah mr and mrs mallard and that made my dad very happy to hear and which, then he was devastated later yeah to which i yelled i'm keeping my name yeah. <laughs> it was like so ridiculous and i'm like i thought brandon knew that because i felt like i said it but yeah he it was, probably just lapsed in judgment it was awesome though so that was pretty funny and so then you and I come out and everyone's like cheering and I get, it was very weird because it was a cross between being at like a concert, right. like a school play yeah, and a wedding. Yeah. Right? And so um, we made our speech and the first song was Stay Far Away So Close By You Too. Yeah. And the song, even though it started with me, had meaning for both of us. It was the song you proposed to. Yeah. It's your all time favorite song. All time favorite song. John actually was like, because we were going to do a Beatles song, um, and then we decided to change it, and you're like, I don't know, why don't you guys do you too? And I'm like, so glad we did. Me too. Um, It's my favorite song of the night. It was so pretty. Brandon sings it so well. My memory is of him kind of performing this multiple times, but for one specific battle of the bands. Yeah. Um, And then obviously, like, jamming with it with the friends, but then you proposing to it and then now this memory so it's like honestly has the most sentimental value to me any song could ever and so when brandon started playing it i just got so excited so i'm on bass right everyone is just in the crowd like cameras up and i realized like holy shit this is what performing in 2019 looks like yeah it's just like people with like phone lighters on and like cameras going and cheering and I thought Brandon, like, he, he did an amazing job. Yeah, and it was fun to do our speech. Like, we got a bunch of laughs in that, too, because I we teed off by saying, this is your all-time favorite song. I said, my all-time favorite song is Free Bird by Leonard Skinner. Like, Bullshit! Yeah, but everyone started laughing, and a lot of people started cheering. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, screw this. I'm going in the crowd to watch you guys perform. Yeah, you didn't like, even stay on this No, because I'm not playing any, any instruments mm-hmm. on this song. So I was like, I want to go in the crowd and mm-hmm. just take it in, which was awesome. So, it so what did cool it look? What did it feel like from that side? Felt like a full blown concert because <laughs> you guys were like string quartet, drummer, piano, guitar, all this stuff. Like it just, yeah, this was my favorite songs. It meant, uh, yeah, they all meant a lot to me. This one probably meant the most to me, and just like again, mm-hmm. made me think of us getting engaged and meeting you and all these things. So it was really awesome. I think it was also like I still listen to some of the um, studio rehearsals of us doing it when I'm at work. And so there's a version, and it was the first time I physically met Bijan yeah. kind of thing with the guys. And Brandon wasn't there, so Daniela was singing the lead on it. And so it was like the first time we finally heard strings mm. behind the song. And I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot wait for the wedding. Yeah. But then to have, like, the quartet there just was, like, so magical for that song. Um, so I thought Brandon did an amazing job. I thought everyone did. It was so much fun. Like, I can't yeah. wait to watch that footage again, John. Yeah, 100%. Um, so from there, we went into our second song. Which was probably the hardest song yeah. to perform because it's like a mini pocket symphony, if you will. Yeah, it was definitely a tough this song. This was your song. This was my song. And 
It's because, so we ended up, our second song was Never Thought That This Would Happen by the Arkells. And again, I also put this song in the engagement video. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I Wait, love. I'm getting a rash. How's your rash? Itchy. Okay, no scratching. You got to put some DW40 on it or something. That's the worst. So one of the main reasons why I wanted to do Arkells never thought that this would happen is especially over the last couple of years, we've really got into them. They've had one, one of the best country we've ever been to, but then this song specifically, obviously we love it. We both do. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics just remind me of us so much because some of the lyrics are never thought that this would happen. If you go back to 11 years ago, I didn't think this was going to happen. You kept being crazy to me and what's so funny this is like push it closer please. this is exactly like it's a story about movie making, oh. movie making there's a lot of lyrics in that song that are so about us i need us, to remind you, know? you that you have not signed a prenup so <laughs> the lyrics i really identify with there was lyrics like you got all weird after the weekend which is mm-hmm. something that you would do before we started dating so this song reminded me of us before we started dating it reminded mm-hmm. me of like just a different time. It sounds stupid, but like a simpler time mm-hmm. when we weren't as far in our careers as we were. And you're just in your early twenties and you can get by with like 20 bucks in your wallet and like a hope and a dream and stuff like that. So I liked it cause it reminded me of where we came, where we started and where we are now. So that's, and then I also just didn't realize how difficult of a song it is musically. Yeah. Which I was like, Oh great. But, but you guys pulled, that was definitely the hardest of the three songs for you all to learn. Yeah. And I think what I love about the Arkells and I, um, for those of you guys who are listening and not from Ontario, Arkells are a Canadian Ontario Hamilton based band who kind of have seen super success in the last couple years, I would say in yeah. Canada as well as like North America. Um, and so, yeah, to John's point, we got really into them. I think what I love about that song is it has so many different sections and layers, but it, it's really hard to get the drum beat down. There's like the bridge of that song goes all crazy. And there's almost like this ping pong lyrical thing that Chris is now singing lead on with Daniela. And yeah. so me, Brandon and technically Carl yeah. were supposed to rotate an instrument. So for stay, I was on bass. Yeah. Right. Brandon was singing lead without a guitar. Yeah. Then for this Arkell song, I'm supposed to move to piano. Brandon's moving to bass and Carl was going to do acoustic. Mm. So then all of a sudden, Brandon is on bass. Yeah. Carl's still on acoustic. Yeah. But what I realized when we were playing Stay yeah. is that Carl wasn't on piano. Right. So then I had a bunch of piano solos that I was super excited yeah. about for this part. But, you know... We just had a little bit of a kerfuffle yeah. kind of thing yeah. with one of the sound engineers, but then everything worked out fine. But at the time when we started playing the song, I'm like, oh my God, I have no sound right. coming out of my piano. And so I was like, oh, holy shit. We have like eight part harmonies yeah. and like all these things. And so were you in the pit or were yeah, you on of the course. stage I went, for no, that? I went back into the crowd to watch this one again. So I was getting like really nervous that like, and if you look back at the footage, which obviously none of you will see, but yeah. if you are if you came to our wedding and you think about that day, there's a part where you can actually see me, like, gesture yeah, to him to, true. like, put up the monitor and then, like, I'm fiddling with the volume yeah. a ton. And so um, I was so excited because, again, this was the song that even though the next song is more intense, yeah. this song was the most, like, stressful in a different way. And this song was awesome because in the actual song they have a an a sim, an orchestra uh, quartet. quartet. Sorry, so like a, they had the strings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we were able to incorporate that was cool, and like organically, which was great. So that was another really really fun one that people loved and went over awesomely. Yeah, yeah. And so 
Oh my god. Can I retell the story though? Why? Because if you didn't listen to season 17, you don't know how I got the charts. Yeah. Yeah. So, t- so then, keep going, then basically, if you haven't listened to the previous season leading up to the wedding and practicing for the song, um, if you're jumping in like cold right now, we actually or I actually reached out to the Arkells to find like the actual chart music for this because it did go all everywhere, like everywhere. I wanted to ensure I had the right chord progressions. And so the A&R rep for the Arkells actually asked the pianist, Anthony, mm. to send like handwritten chord charts to yeah. the song. And I'm like, holy shit. And I actually said that as the preemptive like speech oh, yeah, before yeah. the thing. And I told Audrey like... When it happened, I screamed at Audrey that I got yeah. these, and I like I think I waited till I got home to tell you. Yeah. So I was so excited about that. Yeah, I wonder if the Arkells actually ever got to see us perform this song. You will find out at the end. Or in a, in a, uh, you got to keep listening to another podcast. Ooh, let's save it. I'm not, let's let, save it. not telling that story now. Okay. We're already forty minutes yeah, deep. Yeah, don't forget that one. Of course, you think I'm gonna forget the Arkell story? <laughs> yeah, There's your tease. So then. Fun. Third and final was our Whoa, big, big, big song, big party song, "The Darkness." I believe in a thing called love, yeah. and we both had an, an affinity for this song just because it's like you've just loved the darkness forever, for sure. And I, I was introduced to the darkness when I was living in England, and I was like, "What the hell is this band?" But also, They're hilariously awesome. Yeah, we modeled this wedding around what a typical house party would be, and so we said in our speech too if you've ever been to one of our house parties this song has definitely come on while you've had jello shots and stuff and danced on our couches exactly and so this one was awesome like mm-hmm. uh brandon and chris uh did a great job of orchestrating like a whole like routine in the dance pit. like they didn't yeah. even start on the stage they went into the pit to do their performance because they were dueling singing back and forth yeah so back the fucking train what, the, what? You're, this is another can you place put some where, some iodine uh, on your foot or something what did you do did you step in some just, it's all bumpy here. Can you put something on it? Some cream? Some sleepy? No, I'm put some castor oil. Okay, well, if it's still itchy, I'm going to put some sleepy on it as you tell your story. Um, One of the things, again, you doubted that I could swing this. But I'm like, here's another thing that I orchestrated. Where, in other people's weddings, when they call out the wedding party, they introduce everyone. Oh, yeah. Right? Everybody was like, oh, you come out and you maybe come out to, like, awkwardly dancing to, like, Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. And, like... Come like open the door and somebody else comes out. I was like, "Fuck that noise." That's for basic bitches. That's for basic bitches. <laughs> or if you've done it at your wedding, it's fine. It's just not for me. It's just not for me. That's yeah. totally yeah. Fair. Of course, you do what you gotta do. Yeah. Everyone's different. I'm gonna totally do this differently. Of course. And so I, I, said, <laughs> I said to you, I'm like, yo, I have a vision in my head. In the bridge of the darkness, I believe oh. in a thing called love. This is where, knowing that the bridge is X amount of time. This is where Brandon is going to introduce everybody from the pit of the dance floor, right? Because the rest of the wedding party outside of me is down there and Chris. But Chris will also be down there. So when we were in the studio, Brandon's like, I don't see it. I don't get it. And I'm like, trust me. Everyone should just this this whole wedding should be called just trust me. (laughs) I definitely trust you. But sometimes I have dreams. I had a dream (laughs) to get you to say the bridge of the darkness with all people. So this is where. um, Yes. In the studio, anytime we had prepared or like practiced this part. Brandon could not get the timing yeah, never, down. Never. I had to actually record myself doing it. No, I did it. Yeah, because you have a boy voice. What is boy voice? You have a boy's boy voice. Bye. Right? No Brockhampton. Anyway, so then 
it was so funny because I'm so nervous now for this other mini chunk within yeah. a chunk of an already stressful part. So we get ready. Brandon and Chris are down in the pit. And I remember the, in the like the actual part to get ready for that song. It was like because of the candles and the table and everything. Everybody's like, which microphone? How do we get the chords down? And yeah. like. It was just like, just switch microphones, go to the pit. So there was a little bit of a, a pause in between, like, the performing. Yeah. And so I was like, the show must go on, right? Yeah. Like, in my head, I'm like, there's too much of a break, uh, right? No, I don't even remember this part. I do. I'm that person. Yeah, but nobody did. So for this song, I'm jumping back to bass. bass. Brandon and Chris are singing from in the pit. Originally, yeah. I wanted Chris to jump off the stage. However, yeah, I'm like, our, I, I was like, our main head table was blocking that. Yeah. Um, and then I jumped on piano. Yeah, Brandon wanted to throw confetti, and yeah. the great hall wouldn't let him. Yeah. Right. And so you were up on piano for this yeah. song. Yeah. Carl is still on acoustic, and then the same setup. So the first lick comes on, and it was like. To me, all I saw was Arthur just like yeah. sheer with like nice. his arms in the air, right? And so I just kind of like, this is hilarious. Like I was so excited at that point. Um, and because like the whole stage setup was weird, I was supposed to also do harmonies. But then what I liked was because I didn't have a mic right in front of me, I ended up sharing with Daniela to do backing harmonies. Um, so it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Ben dropped his stick at one point, oh. right? Which was hilarious, the drummer. And yeah. so I was just like, oh my God, this is the best moment ever. Yeah, it was awesome. It was so much fun being on stage. And uh, the crowd reaction was great. They, Your brother and Chris mm -hmm. ran through the crowd and threw money yeah. and, at everybody. It was just like... A full-blown rock concert at that point, which is so much fun. Especially because we have seen The Darkness so many times in concert, too. I'm like, the only other thing one of them could have been doing was riding a tiger. Yeah, that would have made <laughs> made it a lot better. So that went off perfectly, I thought, those three songs. And I, I promised you I wouldn't do an encore. Yeah, you guys are all like, oh, man. Like, after your second rehearsal when you didn't even know how to play one song, <laughs> you're like, oh, you know what? what if everyone's like, what if they cheer really loud for us? Should we do a, another song? And I'm like, no. We're on a time limit. Like... <laughs> You guys get no encore. You get your three songs and then get the hell off my stage. What? Because these it's are a, my stage. Oh, my God. So I was like, yo, because all I heard was Marina's like, one more song. Yeah. And then everybody started cheering. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're doing this, guys. Yeah. And then I, I just was like, was like time to eat because I looked at you. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. That was like so the that, second last checkpoint for me. Oh, no, two more checkpoints. Yeah, so then the next part was a bit of a break because we got to finally sit down and eat dinner and, and everything. And no, got, but we kept going. Well, I did. Oh, I don't know yeah, what no, did. I did. I came with you. I was <laughs> oh, like, oh, let's you? just get this over with. We had to go table to table to say thank you and like. Yeah, go around and say thank you, everyone. So that was fine. Then the like, good news is we only really had eight tables because there were 16 people at each table. That's true. So that was good. Food, again, was delicious. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun to see everyone do their speeches. I was super excited for that. Like, Yeah, Brandon and Sean were hella nervous. Yeah, but they both did a really great job. And yeah. again, Sean's speech had like crowd participation. Pods. Yeah, which was... What are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to get over here. Yeah. Which was actually like the best part. What I love about those things is like, you never know what your friends are going to say about you kind of thing and like which parts. But it was like... So great because I think, again, the best part about waiting 10 years is you've developed friendships like I would consider Sean one of my best friends. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure you would consider Miranda one of your best friends. Yeah. Right. And so I think this is where 
you know, it's fun to just see like this guy who I met on his birthday yeah. and I met doing a shot, That's like true. at like whatever uh, the college yeah. street bar kind of thing is now like standing beside you at our wedding. That's true. Right after being yelling, "No girls allowed!" Yeah. Right, and on the flip side, Miranda was referencing like, "Oh my gosh!" Like meeting you at yeah. Chris's birthday. Yeah, it's true. Right, who's also in the wedding party, but then just like how much you've just been like such a force in my life when like shit has gone really horribly like mm. getting laid off and all yeah. these things and so i thought it was that was so lovely our parents speeches were so sweet yeah those were great and then we had to do our awkward first dance oh that was probably the worst uh, that was probably the most nervous yeah that was just awkward because everyone's staring at you yeah. although again i thought we did the best first dance song ever we did come downstairs and say hello by guster yeah and that's and you edited it and i edited it because it's a six minute song i cut it down to three and a half minutes and it starts off slow so the first minute and a half is the first two minutes are nice and slow dance great lyrics great melody and all that shit and then the last minute it picks up and we just started dancing yeah which was awkward but it was fucking totally. brilliant brilliant yeah <laughs> it was like i've never seen a first dance like ours before no never 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 ever. i mean i could have had some better dance moves and it was definitely awkward but it was a lot of fun and i thought i was again so happy to hear this song that meant again two years prior to that i was on the go train being like if we get married i want to get married because i'm of this like i want this song to play as our first dance and stuff like that i was like holy shit this actually came true of course it did yeah. and so i think this is where it's I found it awkward because, again, I just realized how big the dance floor was yeah. at that point. And I'm like, oh, my God. Right. Yeah. And you're just like all these awkward like people are just like leering at you. Yeah. And it's in a different way than the ceremony was. At least the ceremony, eight other people were standing up with us. That's true. Kind of thing. So I got a bit nervous during that part and felt okay. like we needed to ham it up. Yeah. Well, how how was this? How was it when you're sitting down and you could see all of our hard work on the din the dinner table, like our cubes that we made? Oh my gosh. Okay. And so, menus that we made yeah. and all that shit. So I guess one of the things, and like we spoke about this in season 17, is holy Jesus, this 18 seasons? Yeah. It's like we've done over 200 episodes. Yeah, man. It's fire. And so, um, what's here in college? John and I, outside of like the actual day and like thematically making it our wedding we wanted even like the table pieces like the tangible assets of our wedding to be very much our speed so i think in season 17 we spoke about like you know making like designing all the invitations making the menu cards making the place yeah. cards making oh the seating God. charts yeah. making like a Putting, podcast yeah. like booth as opposed to a signing book you know doing like 150 gummies into like cubes and yeah. shit like that and then like writing because again music is our story literally spending what felt like four months writing like, and designing you designing designed. cubes that were emblematic of our like whole color scheme yeah. and pattern and writing stories about how these bands and these songs like meant something to us yeah. right and so we had 25 individual cubes that we made and designed since we're talking about these cubes how about i read one of the stories from one of these cubes which one did you get saint lucia oh so on uh, the table, this is just an example one. So we have on one side of the cube, it's the cover to St. Lucia's When the Night album. Mm -hmm. Another side says Valerie and John. Another one says uh, date 06-20-2013, which is the concert when we saw them live. Mm -hmm. Another side says St. Lucia. And then uh, another side it's says... their a, album cover. Their album cover. Another side is a quote from one of their lyrics, which is, I don't know how you do it, but somehow you will always be there, which is from Elevate. Elevate. Oh, I just realized a typo. 
John. Look at the name of the song. Elevator John. <laughs> Whatever, it doesn't matter. Oh boy. And then here's the story that we wrote. Four editors and none of us <laughs> caught that. I know that's so weird, Elevator. Anyways, yeah, we, we might have been busy. Who gives a shit? I mean, nobody would know. So yeah. here's the story from uh, our St. Lucia cube. Here's a random, random fact about John. He was the first person in Canada <laughs> to discover the band St. Lucia. This isn't a joke or a cute anecdote. Anecdote. Uh, okay. An anecdote is. I can't <laughs> pronounce words. <laughs> go, you texted me the other day and said, I'm at the grocery store. Do we need eggos? And I said, No, do we need eggs, Bobo? <laughs> And what I read was, do we need egos? And I said, yes. And then you came back and I was like, where are the egos? You're like, what? And I'm like, why do you have eggs? You're like, because you said that we needed eggs. And, and I like, read the no, text. No, I didn't. <laughs> this is a straight up fact. In 2012, John discovered St. Lucia on spin.com when they debuted their All Eyes on Me single. Fast forward to June. It was our dear friend Maddie's birthday blowout as well as North by Northeast. And we managed to snag tickets to see these South African Brooklyn-based indie pop hit makers at Wrong Bar. <sighs> uh. Zach Braff once said, this song will change your life. And that's exactly how we felt when St. Lucia played Elevate for the first time. You got it right in there. Mm -hmm. uh, later, Val gambled and cut her first apple sizzle reel to the band's oh my God, physical right. song, and it paid off. Spoiler alert, you will hear Elevate tonight. So get ready to get off your butt and get on the dance. Get your dance on. Yeah. The other anyway, thing... That's just an example of what these cubes would be like. No, but I think the other thing was, and this is how far down the rabbit hole we went on these cubes, we then tried to assign the cubes yes. to each person's table where yeah. they were either physically part of that memory or yeah. would have some sort of referential point in that story. That's because we're thoughtful. Of course we are. So anyways, that stuff was the bomb. And then it was finally ended the dinner. And so once dinner was end, once dessert was done, it was time for our speech because our speech led into another performance. Oh. So you had how many performances? I had four. And then that, which led into the dance party. Mm -hmm. So how did speeches go? So the, again, right? Because we were like speeches can't. I think we had a time limit. It was like three yeah, minutes. You don't want for, them to be like 10 minutes no. long. And so we knew that like, again, like some you know, everyone's wedding is different, but we knew, you know, we had a lot of family flying in. We knew it was an awkward time of year. We knew we wanted to say thank you um, to everybody. And so John and I wrote down our speech. And yeah. despite writing it down, you still flipped the page too quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm only human. I, I can't. I, so I like, did a million things that day. Flipping the page too quickly is my one flaw. Flipping it on my part. <laughs> so, literally, we had practiced this speech. And so, again, we broke it up, and it was like he either thanked his family or I thanked you. Thank my your family. family. I you thank your... my family. And then, you know, we called out like the wedding party, all like the standard shit. Said so much funny shit, too. We did say a lot of funny stuff. We also, like, just by nature of how many weird things happened, like losing, how many weird things happened to me. It was losing like losing the ring, losing oh, my yeah. tooth, my dress catching on fire. Yeah. I think it was like the, the process to saying I do was definitely riddled with like some drama. Yeah. Um, and so it was fun to just capture that because again i don't think much like the performances i don't think a lot of people knew some of the behind the scenes yeah. of the wedding so at one point and i don't know if you heard this when we said the stuff and even though we were laughing i did hear a gasp in the crowd like holy shit like i yeah. can't believe this happened I, I forgot to say too just before because we we're almost on dinner 
how was the music during dinner? Oh, amazing. The best best music I've ever heard yeah. at a dinner. I think wedding dinner ever. My cousins Marguerite and Mark commented um during and after i still remember this being like i have heard so many songs i yeah. forgot about that i love yeah. that i can't wait to go back and put them on my like like yeah. playlist or something yeah and so we had songs like alan parsons project boy genius boy genius saint lucia mac miller yeah kanye west but not like typical kanye west songs no. but songs you wouldn't really know by kanye no. and like avid brothers Avid Fleet Brother. we had a song from bill and ted's excellent adventure <laughs> did gloria play no. Oh. Or maybe, maybe, no. We I were supposed to have the theme from Narcos. Yeah, that didn't play. See, I think the challenge with our wedding is I would have rather attended our wedding. Yeah, of course. Because I would have wanted to take everything in. Yeah, but um, the music was music undeniable. Music was amazing. So um, then we get to the end of our speech. And, and then this is my my fourth performance. Yeah. But I was so nervous for this one. But I think at that point I was a little buzzed. Yeah. And also people were like, oh, why aren't you up there playing with them? Why aren't you performing? Yeah. I'm just like, oh, that's your band and whatever. I did jump on piano, but then I didn't want to tell people. I'm like, well, we are performing. And this is where, <coughs> bless you. Can you not sneeze on the microphone? <coughs> Thank you for you that one. out of rib. <laughs> then you popped my eardrum. Um, so then we, we were you going to sneeze? No. So then we get to the end and we give a shout out to our DJ Noel, who was a hip hop karaoke DJ. And then we give a shout out to DJ Dahlia because, again, hip hop karaoke played a huge part in us getting together and mm -hmm. stuff. And then and a lot of people have never seen you rap on stage before or you. So, <laughs> well, I'm always just screaming with Ferris in the background. That's true. So we end our speech. We're like, okay, the dance floor is almost officially open. We go on stage. You tell Miranda to bring your cape. Yeah, we which Anjay was very stressed out yeah. about. We put our sunglasses on. Yeah. And we tell the DJ to drop this shit. And yeah. it's the song Paris by Kanye West and Jay-Z comes yeah. on. And we start rapping our damn asses off. Yeah. Like, what wedding have you been to where the bride plays three different instruments, <laughs> sings, and raps on stage with totally. a cape? I think my favorite is the quote that you posted after the wedding. It's like, marry the girl who raps with you. Who will you. let you rap on stage at your wedding. <laughs> Ding. So, and I had so much fun rapping this song. Same. Like This is one where I wish I got to take that moment in more, but it's like Jay-Z's part's always a little bit harder because mm -hmm. it's fast-paced rapping, but I love Kanye's rap in that song because it's just more anthem-y, sing-song-y. Mm -hmm. So once we got to that, I'm like, I'm, oh, I know I won't forget the lyrics. But then again, you edited the song. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Noel. Yeah. So that as soon as the song ended, we didn't want there to be any lull. As soon as the song ended, it went straight into Beyonce, Crazy, crazy. in Love, and it dropped the beat hard, which yeah. was awesome. Exactly. So, so our song ends. We tell people dance floors officially open. People are going like absolutely bananas, apeshit crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this was so crazy to be on stage and perform in front of everyone that the music starts. And we're like, okay. Our responsibilities are now officially done. Yeah, that we're was off it. the clock. Off the clock. We Let's have go no get more checkpoints. None. Only my only checkpoint was for you not to break your tooth again. <laughs> so I think at that point it was only like quarter to ten. Yeah. Right? And so this is where sometimes in weddings I find like, oh, it's like, and I've watched enough episodes of Four Weddings now to confirm this theory, is that you want to make sure things keep moving so people, like, guests aren't bored. There's, like, stuff going on. This yeah. is where I feel like at any turn, there was, like, a choose-your-own-adventure moment. Well, right? and I will say when we first got there for dinner, I was like, oh, when all the tables were set up, I'm like, oh, no, is the dance floor big enough? But the dance floor was a perfect size. Yeah. And... uh 
Yeah, I, like the one thing I'll say too is not once ever was the dance floor empty. Not for one second of that night. Yeah. And you can ask anyone. It never once emptied at all. So I think this is where, and I just, okay, so I chose, and okay, how do I say this? You, Usually, you still, again, as the bride, everyone wants to talk to you and take pictures. So you were still on at that point. Whereas I could kind of blend into the crowd and just like dance the Robin if I wanted to. Yeah. I think this is where also like you and I tend at house parties to like separate yeah. for a, a good portion of time. And we're like, you know, chatting with everybody. Like I'm obviously doing shots with everybody kind of thing. But I don't overly remember dancing a lot and that's no, where i was because you like, didn't dance a lot i danced my ass off and you did you barely danced. i saw you dance to maybe two songs so even though we put together the set list there's certain songs that i wanted to hear i'm like did these even play but yeah, most like, of them most did. of them did you just w- awesome. wouldn't remember them and then everyone's just like oh my god the music was great like again the fact that robin the biggest song of the night was dancing on my own by robin people went crazy mm-hmm. and then another huge song was september by earth wind and fire which again we catered the party to younger people but there's certain older songs like september that i just love mm-hmm. and then there was other just like unbelievable songs uh, now my mind's drawing a blank but like mm-hmm. when Migos, bad and bougie came on like people went crazy and then yeah. like yeah it was just like a great mix of like dance songs pop songs rap songs yeah and i think this is where you know, slow songs yeah we we also did a thing where we're like we're not playing like um, old songs like oh we did like the Latin medley the Gypsy yeah, Kings Gypsy medley Kings. like I think it was just more like all over the place and fun like our house parties are kind of thing because you always make a really badass playlist yeah and so I just remember doing a lot of shots I got cut off at the bar which I was like that means they're doing their job because they didn't want you to be belligerent please and I said to them I was like listen if I'm like, I can't remember what I said, but I use the word debauchery. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't be drunk if I'm using words like debauchery. Yeah. Right. And so I ended up doing. What's that? I think I did a lot of shots. Yeah, of course you did. You're, that's what I do. Yeah. And that's what we don't want you to always be doing. Ah, it's my wedding. But so. anyway, so that was great. And then we also had the podcast station, which was up. So people were recording. Instead of writing down yeah. messages, we had them record podcast messages. So are you going to attach some of the clips to this? Yeah, I'm just going to do them right now. Here's like yeah. a montage. Not everyone's full speeches, but here's a bunch of people saying congratulations. To them. Hey, John and Val. It's your two awesome sisters and sister-in-law. We hey. just want to say what an amazing wedding and your vows were absolutely amazing. And I'm so honored that I had a chance to do that reading for you. So we wish you all the best for a long, loving, happy marriage. You guys are awesome. This is a beautiful wedding. Val, you're absolutely beautiful. And I wish you a lifetime of happiness. It's Helene. Happy Vanya. And Darwin, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Hello, Val and Don. It's Pete and Joe. We love you very much. But it was awesome. Hey, Paul. Hey, John. It's Rocky. I love you guys. Thanks so much for such a wonderful night. Hey. Happy wedding day, guys. That's Ben. What's your name? Aziz. This is Rob. It's been a blast. We've been having a pretty good time. Yeah. I think this is a good party. I had one asparagus. My PR needs things. <laughs> well, guys, it's been a blast playing for Fuck the Bridge. Yeah. I think we killed it tonight. Alan Jones! Hi! 
It's Matt and Melissa. We love you so much, and today has been so much fun. It was such a perfect day, and thank you for letting us share it with you. And we can't wait to see you in the elevator, and if not, in the dog park as you guys are coming into the building. John and Val, it's Aunt Angel and Aunt Susie. Congratulations. We love you. We had a wonderful time. Hi, Val. And John. It's Andrea and James. We had such a great time today. We're so happy we could have been a part of this special day with you. We love you guys so much. Val! Val! John! John! Fun wedding! Fun wedding! Bohemian Rhapsody! <laughs> we loved it! That was Indian style. It was awesome! Okay! Bye! Bye! We love you! Say my name! Say my name! <laughs> it's Tony and Ken! And Tony and Ken still. And uh, we wish you guys the best. You're never too old to dance. Take that. Take that. John and Val, this is uh, the well-known Uncle Tom and your Aunt Janet. And we're just coming on to say congratulations and how much fun we're having, Janet. I just love both of you. It's just a wonderful celebration of who each of you are and together. This is Kathleen. And this is Alistair. Whoa, that voice. Ugh. Okay, well, we left you a video message, so go to your photo app. It's pretty bad, but check it out. Guys. Hi. Congratulations. Hey guys, what's going on? It's uh, Andrew and Carolyn. Hi. So happy to be here today. Gonna get crunk. No, maybe not. But still. We're gonna celebrate their love. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Absolutely. We loved your officiant. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, and the cheese table time. was fantastic. That's oh, yeah. the real star of the show. Yeah. Hi, John and Bell. Best wedding ever. Had a great time. We'll see you. Take care. Hey man, it's Devin. Congratulations. Good wedding. Good food. Hope you guys have a good time. And a good life. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see you around. Hello kids, it's Melissa and Cameron. And Cam. And Carson somewhere and here. Hi. Love you. Have the best time. So much fun. What's going on? Oh my god, we're the first one to actually leave a message for the podcast. And this is our own message for our own wedding, for our own Holy podcast. Holy shit. I eventually have to leave here and go get ready. Yeah, you gotta do that in like five <laughs> minutes. Let's end this. I think what I love about this again, it's like, how many years have we been doing the podcast now? Uh, Six years. Six years. And again, it's such an integral part of our life and our personalities. We got to bring into the wedding as well. Yeah. And it's like, you know, reading a guest book is fine, whatever. And I think for some people that's great. But I love that we chose this extra level of like something that's so personal to us. Yeah. And like incorporating. So it's great to hear people's like voices against their comments. Because sometimes I think it's easier to say it than to write it. Hence our vows. Exactly. So... Uh, we're almost done, but yeah, no, well, hold on. We're almost done. But yeah. then again, you, after the rap song, no one else should be on the stage except for the DJ. <laughs> yeah. And then again, it's probably about 12 at night and I've seen you take a bunch of tequila shots and all of a sudden I see Bourbon you, shots and I amaretto. see you on stage trying to not, not trip over some microphone wires and I see you grab a microphone. I'm just like, oh Christ, what is happening now? Though. So you go on stage and... 
again, I was very nervous because I'm like, oh, why are you jumping on stage? Like, I didn't want, like, the flow of the dance floor to, like, stop. But then you came up with one of the highlights of the night. Yeah. So what I love, and again, this is where I would have rather attended my winter wedding, right? Because I would, I love colorful dresses and I love anything with sparkles on it. A lot of the guests, um, the girls, were wearing, like, these beautiful sequins dresses and they all tended to be different colors. So I'm like, yo, let's get all of you guys on stage to do a song. And so I wanted to get... I can't remember what song it was. It was uh, it was Destiny's, Destiny's Child, Child. Tra- the Charlie's Angel song, yeah. right? Independent Women. Yeah. And so, what you gonna call it? I got everyone on stage, including like Vivian, Denise, Marta, yeah, everyone, Tesla, like everybody. Everyone a sequence dress. Marguerite, and so everybody came up on stage. And then, like, I gave them the microphones, which I think that was kind of fun too for the girls. Like, Alexis was like owning it like I think this is where it's like once you see other people perform you feel like it's a bit easier so like the crowd was cheering for these guys dancing and like singing on stage which was fun Uh, Marta's boyfriend Christopher (laughs) jumped on stage too which was like Miranda always says like Marta was like I was sick but I usually dance the best (laughs) kind of thing she felt like crystal or thunder Um, so that was pretty cute and then yeah Fast forward maybe an hour later, you're back up on stage again. I'm like, oh, my God, what are you doing? We got through this one, and it actually worked out, but I don't want to press our luck for a second time. Oh, but uh, this one was pretty good, well, too. Well, because this is where I'm like, okay, again, you always made the joke. You're like, when we were performing, because I was like, myself, Brandon, and Carl are technical musicians. So if we screwed up the performances at any part, you're like, there's only like three of you or six of you that will know this, right? And so I'm like, no, never. They're like, we have to perfect it. One of the people that you were calling out who's a technical musician is our cousin Kenny, right? And so I wanted Kenny to be part of this Yeah, you want everyone to be part of the experience. I was so excited to get Kenny to come up and perform with Brandon. So then I asked Noel, I'm like, oh, do you have Under Pressure? Because it's one of my favorite, like, Queen David Bowie, like, um, duets. And Noel said no. And I'm like, he's like, oh, I have Bohemian Rhapsody. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. One of the hardest songs ever. Totally. But I thought Brandon and Kenny killed that one, too. Yeah, that was great. So that that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. That was another performance. And yeah, anyways, like, the dance, the party part was, like, unbelievable people were dancing and partying and drinking mm-hmm. and having a great time it was just like such a fun atmosphere so much fun so that we missed the late night snack i have no idea what they yeah no idea hot what that looked like hot chocolate it. station what it's a, like an urban legend. station yeah. and, cider and station Rena, our, our great coordinator she, to mm-hmm. her credit she grabbed us a bunch of times like okay come get some food and then we just like mm-hmm. got trailed off whatever but it was just like the party was so much fun. And then like in the coming weeks, we would hear people's stories like, oh, this happened. This happened. Just like, <laughs> like when did that happen? And it what what time did it go till like one thirty two? No, like two thirty. Yeah. 2:30. Somehow it stayed open to like two thirty, which was yeah. crazy. And so by two thirty, it was that's when it ended. And there was still a good turnout of people mm-hmm. there. And at two thirty, I'm exhausted. You're still ready to party. Yeah, of course I am. And at this point, it is now two thirty in the morning. Everyone who's. All the guests are gone. Sean and Tesla are over at our Airbnb because they're going to hang out with us for a bit. Yeah. And all the poor people who've just been working all day for us, they just want to go home. And then yeah. what are you doing at the top of the stairs? Let's party. Let's, and they're just, I'm like, you got to let these people go home. And you're just like, right now, we got to party together. She's like, I, meanwhile, you're like an inch away from falling down the stairs. I'm like holding you up. I'm like, okay, you've clearly had a great wedding. Yeah. And then you're just like, we got to go home and smoke cigars. I'm yeah, like, we bought these cigars. The biggest thing that I regret not doing is smoking cigars at the wedding with all the guys. Yeah, obviously we were a little busy for that, but then the problem was at 2.30 in the morning, 
not only was it snowing, it was also raining. Yeah. And I'm like, we can't go upstairs. We can't smoke in your wedding dress Why in not? the rain because even though you're never going to wear it again. Yeah, that you know of. But it was Friday's fun. coming. That's true. <laughs> So then we went back to the the house yeah. with Sean and Tesla, and it was funny. Like, I'm like, okay, well, let's get out of our monkey suits, and then like you couldn't get out of your dress. I actually don't remember watching. Okay, you don't remember this part. Another reason all. why we didn't smoke cigars, right? And so like, I remember parts. Like, I remember trying to leave, yeah, and then I remember physically getting into the house, yeah, but I don't remember walking to the house, <laughs> and I don't remember like getting out of the dress at all. Yeah, Tesla, you had to get her, get call her up to help yeah. you out. So she helped you out, and then they stayed over. I think till like four or so yeah. to be honest. We just all hung out, had a couple more drinks, I think. And it was mm-hmm. just like, that was also one of my favorite parts was just the four of us just like recapping the night. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, we went to bed about probably 4, 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> and then we had to wake up at like 7. Yeah. So we had to wake up at 7 to go back to the great get hall. and get All the, of that shit out of there. Yeah. But the good thing is, was the guys, and I didn't realize this, Z and Ben actually like striked the drum set, oh, which was awesome. super helpful. Really helpful. Um, during the night at some point, which was really great. So that kind of like helped like accelerate that part. Um, I was a little hungover, and then the next day, I remember trying to iron my shirt, and I ironed my arm, oh and I still have. Oh my god, a, that's right! I'm a, a burn oh. buddy with you now. Which yeah, is, well, because you were also lying on the bed. Yeah, ironing. I ironed my arm. I'm like, I'm gonna die. The weird thing was, even though it's like, and we always joke about this, and I'm not gonna repeat it, but everybody's like, don't you know, you and your groom oh, want to be by yeah. yourselves that night. You don't do anything. If you end up having a party, yeah. you're like literally like that's it. Yeah, right. You pass out. So we had a four-bedroom place for just the two that of us. That place was so awesome. It was so amazing. And it went on the market a week later and sold for like over $2 million, yeah. I think. Damn, that place but was nice. This is where I'm like, we should have just had told all our friends to crash there. I know. We should we should have because we had all this extra yeah. room. But whatever. It was it was fine. So then a, a bunch of people came. They helped us strike the place. And we got a bunch of the flowers and this and that. And but then, then we had a brunch. Yeah, your, your folks. So my parents hosted the rehearsal dinner. And your parents hosted the brunch, which was awesome. At the Drake, Drake. Um, which was super fun. Because, like, Jenny and Anthony yeah. and Arthur and Dee were yeah. staying at the and Drake. And we bumped into them. We bumped into them. We're like, you guys should just come to the brunch. And so it was really nice to, like... Hang out and see everybody. It was also like, um, what you call it, Uncle Peter, Nikki, and Hannah. Like yeah. they were flying out later that night, so yeah. it was great to hang out with them again. My only regret is not getting Hannah on stage now. Oh, um, and I yeah. thought about that because she's the actual one who's the only real dancer oh, out of yeah. all of us. Yeah, for um, sure. But it was so nice to like go there and hang out. But I was so zonked, and we still had to go out after that. Yeah, we had to drive to Burnenthorpe to return all the yeah. instruments. We had to go back to Mississauga, and it was actually, we also had to go back to the Great Hall. We had to hall. go back to the Great Hall. Again. Oh, my God. So the florist called us and was like, or the Great Hall called us, yeah. and we didn't realize all those flowers yeah, we, were there. And so we went back there to pick up flowers, which yeah. were actually, like, really beautiful. Oh, they were great. Um, which I kind of, in hindsight, should have told everybody to just yeah. take them. Um, so and I, th- I actually forgot I had made a commitment to donate them to I sick know, kids. I know. Oh my god. So <laughs> I think we should end this in a couple minutes, and then we can in the coming podcast we can talk about like post wedding how we felt and everything. Mm-hmm. But I do want to recap overall. Like obviously it sounded obviously we had the best wedding ever, but mm-hmm. like out of ten, like what are your thoughts? How it went out? Like did it pretty much go as planned? Like just as we talked about it again, like I'd say. For the most part, everything went as well as possible. Like, there's maybe a few things, yeah, we've talked about that could have gone differently. But, like, again, considering you didn't have a dress the day before, <laughs> dress looked great. 
venue was awesome the band was amazing food was super good performances were great speech like to me it was obviously like a 10 out of 10 like a million yeah. out of 10 i think this is where also like now that it's our wedding um is done i'm excited to go to like other people's weddings sure. to see what like they do to pull their personalities into it because to your point it's like for me the one comment and you know we'll talk about like sentiments and shit afterwards but like everyone told me they're like this felt like you and john did you yeah. smell your armpit yeah so <laughs> that's my husband um but this just felt a like stanky yeah that was so glad i married do the stanky you. leg um do the stanky <laughs> leg i think this is where it's like if we were gonna throw a wedding it was gonna feel like us it wasn't gonna be like in a stuffy hall it wasn't gonna be like in a church it, it wasn't, wasn't gonna be a stuffy hall it was gonna be in the great hall there you go right and so it was gonna feel more like a house party and a lot of people said that to us it's like this felt like a house party slash concert um and it it just yeah you just like you felt like you knew us right at that point um so i think even though i always wish that i could do that day over and over again yeah that's what the wedding video we made Uh, is for it's not finished yet and so this is where i would say 10 out of 10 yeah, I think it's great. And I think the next few podcasts, like, this is crazy. Here's some shit that's coming the rest of this. Like, the wedding podcast, it's done, but it's not done. We got no. post-wedding stories, post-wedding blues. The fucking Toronto Raptors are NBA championship I champions. Know. And did you not get me tickets to, like, the semifinals for my <laughs> yeah. birthday? We were in the middle of the crazy parades for the Raptors. Like, that's we got true. some crazy stories. I went to the Junos. Did I meet the Arkells? I don't Yeah. Did they watch <laughs> our video? Who knows? Did we go to Jamaica? Yeah. Did we do all this wild shit? Are my teeth still broken? Are they? Did we go to a mystery date? <laughs> mystery dates. More concerts. Like, this is going to be the wildest season. Yeah, this season's pretty dope. So, like, these first three episodes are great, and I can't wait to listen to these, like, three years from now just to relive the podcast Mm -hmm. or the wedding and everything. But I'm really excited. We're going to do a whole episode about the Raptors run. I know it's been over for a few months, but just, like, our experiences and, like, Mm -hmm. how we almost went to Game 7, the the Kawhi shot, but then we went to a double overtime win by the Raptors, like, Mm -hmm. celebrating them going to the championship Mm -hmm. finals with friends, like, unbelievable stories mm-hmm. being in the middle of the crowd of dundas square right in the peak like oh yeah. my god crazy stories coming yeah. up i think this is where post-wedding it's like and this is how i consider this tw- this is how i consider the last year yeah. right not even just 2019 it's extreme highs oh yeah and like extreme lows yeah. but like a bunch of cool shit in between yeah but like those extreme highs are so high yeah those it's lows are like, so lows yeah and so it's, it's so hard because there was no like Hey, when are things just even, right? That's why we had no time to record a podcast. Yeah, until. six months has been bananas. So we're going to have a steady stream of these, but let's end this shit. And mm-hmm. let me ask you this. Who who can be the only band of the week this week? That's the uh, first time he's dropped the That's pen this episode. That's the first episode. time he dropped the pen. <laughs> right. I think for the first time ever, your band is the band yeah! of the week. And give, tell me all about your band, the name, what the song is going to be, everything. <laughs> so, um, what you call it? My band uh, is called Fuck the Bridge. Why? And the reason is, is that for whatever reason, nobody ever knows how to play the bridges or remembers the bridges to any song. So that's that like little part after the second ver- chorus and like yeah. going into the final verse. Um, and so we we're like, let's just call ourselves Fuck the Bridge. And then John made us like picks and everything, so it's really yeah. fun. But we wanted to do um, a song from the wedding as the that, like the band of the week. So yeah. I think we're gonna do stay. Stay. So that's the one that meant the most to me. Like I got the most emotional during that. Yeah. One. yeah. So wait a second. Are you putting in our version or just the actual song? 
No, of course, your version. It's really? Your ba- of course, I've told you this. This is your actual performance. From the rehearsal, from, though. No, from the wedding. Oh, is the audio good, though? Yeah, you've seen the video. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, I'm why. I'm not giving them the rehearsal. I'm giving them the full-fledged with people cheering and everything. They need the actual audio from the wedding. This is unbelievable. Okay. This is Stay by Fuck the Bridge. Let's give it a listen. <laughs> and Tonbo Quartet. Exactly. Honorary Fuck not the, the Bridge. Not the Tomboy car- <laughs> Cartel. <laughs> yeah. Tomboy Cartel is an oh. awesome name. Let's Maybe that's the, season four of Narcos. Ooh, let's give this shit a listen. So all the ways you can contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live at 605. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And we now actually have an official live at 605 Instagram account. Whoa. It's just live at 605. So give us a follow. We put dope shit up there as well. And you as well. Val Gomez 23 on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> What's Instagram cam? I couldn't speak. Okay. And actually, you know what? Usually I would lay the music underneath this part. But I'm not even doing that. I'm giving you just full attention. So the music stop, starts when we're done here. Wow. I, don't, I want everyone to experience the whole thing. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy. Enjoy the wedding song. No!
John Mallon and Val Gomez.